What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. A radiophonic novella, Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Munoz and Diosa Fem. Hola, hola, locamores. Welcome back to season five of Locatora Radio, Por Casteras Peligrosas. Listen at your own risk. Locatora Radio is a radiophonic novella, which is just a very extra way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. Thank you for tuning in to Capitulo 100. It's we're in the hundreds now, okay? Um, so thank you for rocking with us and thank you for tuning into our weekly show. As you probably heard, we over here at Locatora Productions launched a brand new show called Marihuanera, a podcast for podheads. I am the creator, lead writer, and host of Marihuanera. And it is my baby. I am obsessed with this podcast and I want all of you to light up and tune in. You can actually open up your Apple Podcasts app, type in Locatora Productions, and you can see that Locatora Productions has its own channel on Apple Podcasts. If you click on the Locatora Productions channel on Apple Podcasts, you will then see 
our original slate of podcasts, including our flagship show, Locatora Radio, which you're listening to right now, and our brand new show, Marihuanera, a podcast for potheads. Make sure that you subscribe, you follow, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, so just a quick reminder to all of our locamores that if you don't already, you can follow us across all socials. We are everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at locatora underscore radio. That is one way that you can stay connected with us when episode drops, new projects drop. And also, if you want to stay extra connected, you can also subscribe to our newsletter, Besitos. Head on over to locatoraradio.com to subscribe. Also, another way that you can support not only us, but also another Latina-owned business is using our affiliate code Locatora Radio 15 to get 15% off of your purchase from Latina-owned makeup brand Vive Cosmetics. Head over to their website, vivacosmetics.com, and use our affiliate code Locatora Radio 15. And um, if you're looking for a Findom Drain, if you would like for us to hold your money for you forever, you can head right on over to our Venmo and drop some dollars at locatora-radio. All proceeds go directly into the making of Locatora Radio, and we know you love that, so get generous. Last time on Locatora Radio, I had the privilege of interviewing uh, Natalia Barrera, a.k.a. La Chica Afro-Peruana. So turn, tune into that capítulo across all streaming f- platforms. We talk about a incomplete independence or la independencia incompleta because while Peru may have uh, been reached independence in 1821 from Spain, it was decades, a couple decades later before um, African folks speaking or enslaved Africans um, had their own quote freedom. So, uh, yeah, tune into that very critical and great episode. I'm really happy we were able to do that. That Mala gave me that space to do that on Locatora Radio. So, tune in if you haven't already. So, this past Saturday at the end of the month, Locas por Libros had their its very own discussion. We had our first book club meeting and we discussed Eat the Mouth It Feeds You by Krubin Fragosa and we went through a couple of the short stories within the book and we discussed them and it was such a beautiful and great conversation. We got to nerd out, we got to talk about so many different things such as religion, purity, culture, the grotesqueness of the book, the beauty the beauty of the book. It was amazing. And so I'm really excited for this month's book, for the August book of the month, which I just announced via Instagram and Patreon, of course, which is The Taste of Sugar. And I was really excited to connect with the author with this book via her PR person. And she's actually going to come on and talk with us at the end of the month. And so just to, to share a little bit about The Taste of Sugar by Maricel Vera. It is set in Puerto Rico. It's a historical fiction and it's like i said set in puerto rico and on the eve of the spanish-american war the taste of sugar follows a coffee growing family through through the disastrous upheaval caused by the historic events of the 1898 u.s invasion and the 1899 san siracao hurricane and about maricel vera she is a chicago writer she's a proud boricua who grew up in humboldt park And through her work, she explores the particular burdens that Puerto Ricans on the island and in the diaspora carry as colonial subjects of the U.S. 
I also got the cosign for this book by one of my homegirls and one of my journalist friends, Raquel Richard. She is a body princess and she raved about this book and so that was one of the reasons that I picked. So if you have a suggestion for a book, you know, let me know, slide into the DMs, send me an email. I do have the next couple of months already selected so up until i think december so i'm really excited um to keep growing up the book club we have 61 members and as a reminder you can join via patreon so head on over to patreon.com slash locatora underscore productions and you can join the locas por libros for the eight dollar on the eight dollar tier um and yeah i'm just super excited and also follow me at dios fm to keep up with all my book content I'm like pivoting, shifting to bookstagram. So before we bring on today's guest, Amanda Matos, we want to share a little bit about her and all of the amazing work she has done over the years. So Amanda Matos brings over a decade of experience in public affairs and social movements to the current movement for reproductive freedom. As Senior Director of Constituency Campaigns at Planned Parenthood Federation of America and Planned Parenthood Action Fund, Amanda manages three national advocacy programs centering Black and Latinx communities. Her commitment to social change stems from her childhood growing up in the Bronx, New York, and later co-founding and directing the Womanhood Project, which is a youth-led nonprofit mentorship program for girls of color. She received her BA in ethnicity and race studies from Columbia University and her master's in public policy at the Harvard Kennedy School. And she is just an overall amazing, very knowledgeable person. And so we are really excited to have her on the show. She was also listed as Forbes 30 under 30 law and policy awardee. So I mean, come on, amazing, phenomenal. And so we are going to get into the current updates, the current landscape of reproductive justice and freedom in this country, and also ways that we can get involved. So we're going to go on a quick song break and we will be back and we will be joined by Amanda. We want to thank all of the contributors to our 90 Days to 100K Locatora Productions I Fund Women crowdfunding campaign. Now, we didn't exactly reach $100,000 in contributions, but we did reach $15,655 and more dollars in contributions. Now, raising money is no mean feat. And as you know, 
we are still a small operation. So we want to share with you what we did do with all the money that you all contributed, which was honestly such a blessing. And we want to thank each and every one of you because with the $15,655 plus dollars that our contributors contributed to our 90 days to 100K campaign, we launched a whole new podcast in Marijuanera, a podcast for potheads, including paying the entire team who made Marijuanera, a podcast for potheads, a possibility, including our artist, Micah Amaro, who created the logo, our sound editor, Stephanie Franco, who is editing each and every episode. This is a weekly podcast. And as you probably have guessed, um, podcasting can be expensive from the hosting fees to paying the team. Um, there's a lot that goes into putting out a weekly show. It's its own little ecosystem. So anybody who has contributed to our campaign has made new productions possible. We also uh, contracted Micah uh, to create a logo for Locatora Productions and your campaign contributions helped to pay for the creation of our Locatora Productions logo. We also launched a book club. Diosa launched a Locatora Productions book club called Locas por Libros. Our logo, the infrastructure, all the details and planning that went into that book club also contributed to the crowdfund campaign donations. Not only that, but Locatora Productions is now Locatora Productions LLC. Yes, we're official. We are a limited liability corporation (laughs) and a full-blown production house. We are official. And as you know, things like that cost money, attorney's fees, filing fees, all that good stuff. Your campaign contributions made it all possible. So we went from being an indie podcast, Locatora Radio, that two friends did for fun, to being a fully-fledged Locatora Productions, podcast production house with a slate of our own original podcast. And it's all thanks to you. So just so you know, we are currently tying up all of our loose ends. We're mailing out merch. We're we're scheduling final consultations. And we're making sure that all of our contributors are getting all of their incentives and benefits. And now a Patreon update. We have new tiers. Our first tier, our $5 tier, is our Locatora Radio tier. This is where you get Patreon-exclusive bonus episodes. Most notably, we have episodes with really special guests that do not end up on the RSS feed. So our regular listeners on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Audioboom, on SoundCloud, what have you, will not get the chance to hear these episodes unless you are subscribed to our Patreon, unless you are a patron. And it's only $5 a month. You get Patreon-exclusive episodes, BTS content, um, monthly wallpapers by Micah, like all sorts of goodies. We have interviews with Ile, who is part of Calle 13 and actually is sister to René, of Calle 13. Yes, that's up there. You have an F ton of content 
from years already that is available for you if you are a patron at the Locatora Radio tier. We have an upcoming episode with Sasha Rene Perez, who was running for city council in Alhambra, only to find that when she won her seat, she actually ended up being mayor of Alhambra, making her like the youngest and first Latina mayor of Alhambra ever. That is a Locatora Patreon exclusive. I actually am friends with Sasha, and the last time I saw her before we interviewed her, we both had septum piercings and we were partying at USC and frequenting the frats. So it's a good ass interview. I highly recommend you all head to the Patreon to uh, become patrons and tune in. You can also become a member of Locas por Libros on our Patreon at the $8 tier, or you can become a Marihuanera patron at the $10 tier. If you join at the Locamores Anonymous $25 tier, you get access to everything. The monthly smoke sessions, the book club, the Locatora radio, bonus episodes, all of it, all of it, all of it. So that's patreon.com slash Locatora underscore productions. All right, Locamores. Well, without further ado, we want to bring on the amazing, the phenomenal Amanda Matos, and she's going to be talking to us about all things reproductive justice, reproductive health, and the current climate of access to abortions and reproductive health in this country. So Amanda, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's so good to be on the show. I have been a fan, I'm not gonna lie. Um, So I'm happy to finally meet you and be part of the listening community. Just to briefly introduce myself for everyone to know, my name again is Amanda Raquel Matos. If my mom heard me not using my middle name, that would be a thing. Um, And my pronouns are she, her, and Aya. And I am thrilled to be part of the Planned Parenthood community. And I have to wrap it, I'm proud to be a New Yorkan from the Bronx, New York, and that's where I am right now. So Amanda, we are especially excited to talk to you today because there's a lot going on in this country with regards to abortion access and reproductive justice. A recent Vice article said that 2021 is literally the worst year for abortion access in a decade. Can you tell us a little bit about the circumstances that have led to this really dire situation? Absolutely. And I mean, we say nearly every year that this year is unprecedented. And I don't mean to go to a cliche, but 2021 has been unprecedented. Not only are we living through a global pandemic, we're also just at cleaning up what the previous administration has done when it comes to people's access to abortion and reproductive rights. So not only are we grappling with the pandemic and the previous administration, we are also feeling what 2021 has provided us, which includes a Supreme Court case that is directly threatening Roe versus Wade and nearly 600 abortion restrictions have been introduced at state legislatures across the country and about 90 of these restrictions have already been passed and we're not even halfway through the year or maybe just about halfway through the year. Yeah, I mean, I I hear you on that. It's truly alarming that Roe versus Wade is under attack once again. I feel like they're in the last couple of years, definitely I think resonates what you're saying about the federal administration that we did have. It feels like there's new abortion policies that are trying to be passed. Um, and so I think for 
for our listeners, like what is the like immediate urgent thing that someone can do um, that cares about abortion access and reproductive health care? Oh, great question. So the first thing any person can do is really stay up to date on what's happening. So just to give even more context as to what I was talking about with the Supreme Court, just recently in May, the Supreme Court announced that it was going to hear Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban, which is a direct, completely direct threat to Roe versus Wade. So this case was brought on by the Center for Reproductive Rights on behalf of Jackson Women's Health Organization. And I'm naming these names because for folks that don't know, Jackson Women's Health Organization is the last abortion provider in the entire state of Mississippi. I'm gonna repeat that, that Jackson Women's Health Organization is the last abortion provider in the entire state of Mississippi. So not only is the Supreme Court case that will be heard later this year a direct threat to Roe versus Wade, it's a direct threat to real people's lives that are already facing a barrier to accessing abortion care. So what can people do? There's one piece of continuing following Planned Parenthood and organizations like the Center for Reproductive Rights and being a supporter of Jackson Women's Health Organization. And then there's the next step, really that's tied towards looking at your own community where there are independent abortion providers, Planned Parenthood health centers and abortion funds that all work together in a larger ecosystem to make sure that every person no matter their gender, their age, their immigration status, their zip code, their healthcare coverage can still access abortion, can access essential healthcare, can access all forms of sexual and reproductive healthcare. Thank you so much for adding that. Before I pass it to Mala, I did wanna um, add to what you were saying about looking at your local abortion funds. I know that there's also calls to actions to help people like to their appointments, like literally drive them to their appointments and walk with them to their appointments because sometimes it's a very hostile environment just to get inside of a clinic. Um, so I did want to plug that as well to if that's something that someone is interested in doing and, and being an ally in that way, um, that that's, that could be available to them as well. Absolutely, and even just to name across the country, our Planned Parenthood health centers have health center escort programs where volunteers can dedicate their Saturday mornings, the Sunday morning, depends the state, depends the locality, to be that escort outside of the center when patients are seeking health care and have to cross protesters. And so we are always seeking volunteers to be that welcoming presence to make sure that every patient can cross the doors to get the health care that they deserve. And I think that's important to point out too, right? Like there are protesters who are acting as barriers to people accessing health care, regardless of the specific procedure or the reason for having it, this is health care. So it's wild and so unethical that folks would have to even think about how am I gonna get through this wall of protesters attempting to intimidate me and stop me from getting the care that I need. That is wild. I, I'm wondering too if um, on the Planned Parenthood side of things, because you all are not the only abortion providers out there and abortion is not the only service that you provide. But on your end, have you seen like an uptick in aggression 
from these kinds of protesters? Are there more protesters? I'm just wondering as the climate has gotten as bad as it's gotten, how that's sort of reflected on the ground. Yeah, what I will share is the impact of misinformation and disinformation that we're seeing all across social media and news outlets is unveiling this more than anything. I When we look at the challenges that our patients are facing when it comes to accessing healthcare and the lies that are out there and the fact that there's some politicians that are dedicating their lives to ending abortion. It's just amplified right now. And I think our ecosystem and the way we share information is making it too easy for people to share information that's false. There's so much out there that's not even backed by science and that's impacting the, the violence and the aggression and intimidation that patients are facing when they're seeking healthcare services or when people are providing healthcare services to patients that need their care. I'm wondering too, our listeners at home might have heard a statistic that you shared or a a number that you shared earlier that there have been, well, was it 600? Nearly 600. Nearly 600 abortion bans at the at the federal level, state right? Level, like trying to get them pushed at the state level. So folks at home might be wondering, how does that work? Does this mean like there are abortion bans in every county in every state, or are there a lot of them in particular states? How is that sort of playing oh, out? I love that question. Um, so to clarify myself, it's nearly 600 abortion restrictions pass at different state legislatures. So about 90 of them have actually been passed. The rest are are still at that state level in the government. So to put it in practice, I'll actually use Texas as an example. Um, So in May, Texas passed, I am not even kidding you, literally one of the harshest, most extreme abortion bans that we've seen in this country. And so the law itself bans abortion at approximately six weeks. And so for listeners that might not know this, is that six weeks is actually before most people even know that they're pregnant. And this law also has no exceptions for incest or rape. So what happens is that this law will actually go into effect September 1st. And it allows people to act as what we are calling bounty hunters, because essentially any person can sue a doctor, health centers, even Uber drivers, basically anybody who helps a person access abortion after six weeks of pregnancy, and that person can collect at least $10,000 for each abortion. So it means, again, I'm gonna repeat this, anyone could file a lawsuit against a person who helps somebody get an abortion. So think about the people in your own lives. The fact that one in four women in their lifetime will actually have had an abortion in this country and all the people in that person's life that has helped them through that moment. Again, that can include a partner, a friend, an educator, a pastor, your Uber driver that is taking you to your appointment. It can include all of those people in your lives. And this is to intimidate people. This type of law was designed to intimidate doctors and abortion fund advocates from actually providing essential health care to the people of Texas and across the country. That is wild because just as you said, I can already think of five people that helped me when I accessed that same healthcare service for myself in my early 20s. And so that is unreal. That's unbelievable. Um, and, you know, I, I think um, I think we can 
kind of kind of piece it together and figure it out. But I want to like formally ask you like how does this how do these policies in particular disproportionately affect the Latinx and Black community? Oh yeah. So I mean, let's start off with the basics of patriarchy, medical racism, and income inequality. Like pause. There's that. So not only have communities of color in this country, Black and Latinx folks, Indigenous folks, folks that are AAPI and are immigrants, not only are they living in a place that has dealt with systems and years of oppression, there is this piece that's being exacerbated. It's this barrier to health care, this barrier to abortion access and sexual reproductive health care. So that's already baseline. And so to give even more context about how for the state of Texas, Latinx folks and immigrants, particularly in South Texas, are going to face the brunt of this restriction. So Texas already has a law and it's a 24 hour mandatory waiting period from the moment a person decides to make that decision for themselves to have an abortion, they must wait at least 24 hours before getting the procedure done. So that means that a person might have to travel to the nearest abortion provider, which is not near. If Texas then implements this law and people are not providing abortions at six weeks, that means people have to leave the state. As I'm sure many of our listeners know, is that especially in South Texas, there is a hundred mile border and there are in-state border patrol. So not only are folks facing barriers to accessing healthcare because they have to drive or have an Uber or take a bus, a lot of folks in our communities are risking deportation if they are undocumented and need to seek this health care. And we know that this is going to happen. And so that's just one example in one area of this country of how these restrictions and bans are impacting our communities. And we can be here for hours and days talking about every single community across this country and how this will impact them. It's very dire, the situation, and it really does sound like an episode of The Handmaid's Tale. But I think what so many folks miss about The Handmaid's Tale is, well, no, it's not that we're at risk of of evolving into that. It's that that show is based on real life <laughs> in many ways. And the history of not only like slavery in the United States and the way enslaved Black people were treated, but the way that women in general, especially as you've mentioned, Native women, um, you know, immigrant women, so on and so forth. So it's just wild to be in this moment where we have this pandemic, things feel very apocalyptic as it is, and then to add on the in-state border patrol, the, the bounties, the 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 web of people that can be criminalized for just trying to help you access healthcare like it's all very unbelievable in a lot of ways yeah and if it's okay with you you know i think we talk and i'll speak for myself i talk too much about what's on the line and what's at risk and the impact of our communities and disparities but if I can take a moment to actually show the agency of our Latinx community and how strong and resilient and smart we are, can I do that? Can I pivot a oh, little yeah, bit? Oh yeah, absolutely. We yeah. love that. <laughs> Let's pivot. So I'm gonna brag about the organizers I get to work with every single day in my job at Planned Parenthood Federation of America. So despite all these challenges impacting our day-to-day -day lives as young Latinx leaders, 
you know, we at Planned Parenthood are part of a really robust organizing team. And so we have a few different programs that are national that work with our state partners. One includes our Latinx organizing program called Raiz, which means roots. And that program started in 2014 in an effort to actually enroll Latinx communities into the affordable into affordable healthcare, into Obamacare way back when. And then that program evolved to a place that we are organizing in 20 states across the country, not just on enrolling Latinx folks into healthcare, but on public policies impacting immigration and economic justice. We're also providing mutual aid to our communities during the pandemic. We're thinking through how do we mobilize our farm worker communities? How do we celebrate ourselves and our loved ones and be sex positive? We are doing the most every single day. And I think this is a testament to how we organize. The program Raiz exists because we know the importance of buy and for, that it has to be our community leaders who know their community the best as the vehicle to create this change. And so our organizers every single day are innovative, are smart, are fighting these abortion restrictions, but are also pushing the envelope on how do we actually achieve justice for all of our communities. I love that you brought that up because I think it's really important to remind folks, like you said, that there's always a group of advocates, activists, organizers behind many causes. And it's not just the politicians and folks at the state level, it's it's literally folks on the ground and not just folks in organizations, but also folks in organizations too, right? So I'm really glad that you brought that up because I think it's it's good to also remind folks that there's hope and there's power in our agency as well. Um, so as a call to action, what are some ways that folks can leave this conversation and be more involved in the fight for access to reproductive health care? Absolutely. So first and foremost, you know, PlannedParenthood.org to make sure you and your loved ones, if they need health services or they're seeking sexual reproductive health care information, can go to a trusted source. So PlannedParenthood.org, we literally serve everyone because we believe every person should have access to affordable and compassionate health care. When it comes to getting more involved at a deeper level, also on the exact same website, PlannedParenthood.org, there are links to volunteer and get connected to your local Planned Parenthood affiliate, especially if you're interested in becoming a health center escort, as mentioned, or to provide a more direct service support to your local Planned Parenthood, as well as national opportunities. We also have a virtual volunteer program that folks across the country can get involved in some of our other organizing efforts. And of course, if folks want to contribute to PlannedParenthood.org, again, there are information about giving donations to Planned Parenthood as well as your local health center, and as well as doing research on who your local abortion fund might be. It's a great way to get involved at the hyper-local level to make sure that abortion stays affordable, safe, and legal for everyone. Amanda Matos of Planned Parenthood, thank you so much for joining us today. today, today. <laughs> We really appreciate the time and the conversation and all the knowledge you've imparted. Thank you for having me. Locatora Radio. Locatora Radio. Locatora Radio. Mommies of myth and bullshit. A radiophonic.
electronic novella, Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Munoz and Diosa Fem. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.